Hello, my name is Mitch Bradley, the host of the amazing Alberta-based podcast, A Taste of Excellence, a podcast where we showcase and talk about the meaningful things in life, how to pursue excellence, personally develop, and dive deep into roadmaps and mindsets of people who are thriving and pursuing a more fulfilling and prosperous life. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of A Taste of Excellence. We are live in the studio today and really excited to kick this thing off. I'm actually here with a good buddy of mine, Leroy Tupaco, and he's not going to be chiming in too much today for a couple of reasons. One, he's completely passed out in the chair next to me, and two, he's a cat. So we're going to cut him some slack. It's just going to be myself for the most part today, and other than a, a quick meow here and there, it's just going to be me. And really today is just meant to showcase why we started this podcast uh, give a bit of a roadmap of what this podcast is going to look like. And I think anybody out there, if they're going to dive into a new podcast, if they're going to start watching something unique, if they're going to, you know what I mean, just be a part of, of something cool, they're going to ask themselves a couple things. The first thing is, does this pertain to myself? And is this actually going to add value to myself as well? So I really want to address those couple questions and go over what themes are going to be covered on this podcast. And, and I think simplistically speaking, the reason why we're starting this podcast in the first place is to showcase excellence. And I know that kind of sounds a little bit simplistic, but in the last kind of decade of being in Alberta, my wife and I have just built a really cool network of people that are thriving in such unique ways and such different ways that we really just want to be able to have them on this podcast and, and showcase what excellence looks like. Um, give people a taste of what thriving and prosperity looks like. And really just talk about the things that are actually important and meaningful in life. I believe there's so much content out there that it's just not relevant in our lives. It's not helping us get better. It's not helping us thrive. It's, it's not doing anything for us. It's more of just wasting time. So we really wanted this podcast to be of value. We wanted to add value. That's one thing my wife and I always ask is how can we add value to people? How can we love and serve on people? And, and this podcast was really just intended to do that, to, to showcase love and respect for people and, and really just to showcase, yeah, what thriving looks like on a really cool scale. So today I did want to kind of chat about some of the themes, but I did also want to dive into what does it look like to get on the journey of pursuing excellence? And I don't know if maybe there's a one size fits all to this. I do think that there are a couple things that if you implement now, you're going to be very, very happy looking back in the next five to 10 years. It's always something that scared me a little bit. Just I never wanted to get 10 years down the road and, and realize that I was pursuing something that I thought was very meaningful, but was meaningless or I thought had purpose, but just didn't have the purpose that I thought it did. I think a lot of people, they kind of pursue life a little bit backwards. And, and what that usually looks like is just kind of growing up, going to school, getting the good education, getting a job. And a lot of that is just proximity based. It's not a lot of thought goes into it. It's more just, I've walked through this person connected me. I got this job. I've been there for 10 years or this person, you know, or I applied here and I just kind of been working for the last handful of years and I never really thought about it. So I think there, there is some intentionality that has to be placed at the very start or at the very beginning of the road. And 
maybe if you're a little bit further down the road, you can also draw the line in the sand and just say, look, I'm going to answer these questions and ask these questions now. But before we dive into what specifically that looks like to get on track, I did want to cover a couple themes that are going to be just really prominent in this podcast. The first one is going to be faith. Faith is such a, a huge and important value. It's, it's the top value of myself and my wife's, just to put it completely bluntly. A lot of our decisions are based on, on our faith and what we believe in. And if that doesn't pertain to you, then that's all right as well. I do personally believe that, yeah, it's good to listen to podcasts that are completely aligned with us. But it's also good to listen to podcasts that are a little bit not aligned with us, hear different perspectives, hear where other people are coming from. And I think that either changes where you're coming from or just solidifies where you're coming from. Either or are completely great. So if you hear some of the themes that we're talking about and you're like, look, I don't agree with that, but where I'm coming from, I actually very firmly believe this even more so now Then that's a really good spot to be in. So faith is going to be something that's going to be chatted about. I know we know priests, we know pastors. We, I've went to, I've taken a semester at Alberta Bible College. A lot of uh, friends that we know have went to Bible College, that have have went to seminary, that have just done really cool things in that realm. Uh, another category is going to be just business, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, careers. We have so many people that are pursuing excellence in this area but it looks radically different we know people that own their own companies we know people that are musicians and artists we know just there's so many different types of people that that are all on track and, and thriving in life but that doesn't mean it needs to be the same so obviously that's going to be a, a big passion of ours uh, entrepreneurship and, and ownership and all that and I think the last big theme of this podcast is going to be adversity and stories. Just getting to know people on a personal level, understanding where did they come from? What did they overcome? And, and how is that relevant in my life? How can I implement some of those things to where I'm going? And, and if you haven't faced maybe a lot of adversity, I'll tell you one thing, you, you will. Sooner or later, you will. There's death around us. There's disease around us. There's so much around us in life that... If we haven't went through it, we're going to go through it. And I would rather just be proactive in that sense and, and understand how did people get through it? What did they successfully do to overcome that, to get better? And, and like they say, is like uh, iron sharpens iron. So that's what this podcast is really just intended to be. So now I wanted to kind of dive into uh, a bit of a roadmap of, of how to get on the journey of success and a couple things that I believe that people need to hash out before they start this journey. So I think the big thing right off the bat is just pumping the brakes. It doesn't matter where you are in life, where you think you are in life. I would say just completely pump the brakes, take a pause. And the first thing I personally feel like you have to do is just ask yourself, what are your values? It's the biggest thing in life that I think people, they don't really discuss. They don't talk about enough. They don't think about it enough. I know I spend just a lot of time hashing out what are my values, what do I want to say my values are, and what do I actually believe my values are. And if you're struggling differentiating between the two, I was told, look at two different things. If you want to know what your values are currently, you need to look at two different aspects. One, where are you allocating your time? 
and two, where are you allocating your money? Because those are the two most important resources in life that you have is your time and your money. So if you're allocating your time to things that aren't aligned with your values, then maybe they're not your top values. Or if you're spending a lot of money in categories that have nothing to do with your values, then it's hard to share and it's hard to actually believe internally that those are your values. If you say my values are, let's say family, and, and you spend all your time, you know what I mean, out in the mountains or partying or whatever that looks like and you don't see your family, you don't spend time with your family, you're not checking in on your family, then your, your top values are not family. So I was always told just look realistically at your calendar and, and get maybe a good realistic starting point to where you are now because where you are now doesn't necessarily mean that's where you will be. But just looking realistically at where you're at right now is a good start. And from there, you can actually take a step back and just say, look, what do I want my values to actually be? And for myself, it was faith, it was family, it was health, it was freedom, you know, fun, adventure, like there's so many values of ours that um, we just sat down and we actually just hashed out, we thought about, we we went back and forth. What does this value mean for you? Especially if you're in a couple and, and you have a wife or for you have a girlfriend, understanding where your wife is coming from in terms of her values, are they like aligned? Are they linked up? And if they're not, then maybe why is that? And, and I think just going over those, those questions is, is really important. I especially as a couple to be on the same page long term and and just to yeah both pursue excellence and to make sure that I wouldn't say you're like an accountability partner or anything like that but I do think a thriving marriage has a lot to do with what are your values and are both parties acting within their values and I think a lot of times people especially nowadays it's so common and I hear this all the time like I just want to be happy or I just want the and a lot of it is like it's just want I just want blank and a lot of those are just feelings and I think those feelings make us act in a specific way that maybe has nothing to do with our values so that's why I said right off the bat is what are your values and and I was always told if you actually want feelings of greatness or you want feelings of happiness or accomplishment or purpose first hash out your values once you understand these are my core values then you can actually act accordingly to what those values say you should do and then from there I think we will achieve the feelings or you know what I mean the purpose that we're actually desiring or that we're actually pursuing instead of just chasing happiness and then happiness says no I just want to sit at home all day or I want to do the drugs or I want to have the couple drinks or whatever that looks like just realizing what are your your core values act on those and then that gives you the feelings that you're actually deep down desiring so I think like I said the first thing is hash out your values the second thing maybe once you have your values hashed out is what are some of your goals and, and values is great. Values will keep you aligned, especially if your, your values are faith. I think you're going to go to church more times than not. I think you're going to have a decent prayer life. You're probably going to read the Bible a decent amount. And, and that really just aligns with your values. And you can look back at the end of the month and realize, wow, I, like, I have a lot of 
confidence. I think a lot of self-image is determined on what are your values, are you acting within your values, and I think that even in itself creates a good self-image for people, or increases the self-image maybe for people. But at, like I said, step two would be like, let's get some goals figured out. And I was always told, write down your goals. And I kind of like, I pushed this off for a little bit. I thought, ah, it's a little bit weird to write down your goals. I can come up with them and like, I can come up with them in my head. I can think about them. I know what my goals are. But I had somebody tell me that, and they kind of said straight up, they're like, look, if you don't write down your goals, it's almost like a subconscious thing that maybe you don't believe in your goals as much as you should. But the act of actually writing it down, it shows your, your brain, your body, your being that I actually can accomplish this goal. I believe in myself enough to actually write it down on paper. And there's something subconscious about that is that's really powerful as well. So I was told like less than 5% of people actually write down their goals. And, and from there, I was told like even less than those 5% actually know what those goals will look like, what they will cost what they will, you know, what the price is to, to accomplish those. So I would say write down your goals, but I would also put some price tags behind your goals. Put, you know what I mean, maybe a couple skills that you'll need to actually be able to pursue those goals. Like really just hashing out intentionally. Don't just write goals like I wanna be a millionaire in five years because I think your goals, like, like school kind of talks about a lot, especially in university, is just smart goals making sure like there are a lot of things specific is the biggest one specific attainable realistic like there's so many that are just um, kind of lofty goals but I do feel like they have to be specific they have to be intentional and the good thing about your goals is once you actually write them down they're kind of similar in the sense to your values you can actually realistically give yourself a, a good look of am I on track to hit my goals the same as you're asking yourself am I on track to be living through my values? And, and if you're not, then you have to kind of ask yourself maybe a couple questions. And, and one might be, uh, do I actually want to achieve these goals? And if the answer is yes, then maybe you might have to do something radically different because sometimes your goals require you to step outside your comfort zone and do something radically different. But once you have your goals kind of written down, they're aligned, you have uh, a couple maybe like I, I specifically wrote down what some of my goals will cost and if you don't really know how to write down goals and I would say like like I said two years five years ten years twenty years where do you want to be where do you want to live do you want kids do you, what does family look like what do you do on a Monday now what do you want to do on a Monday then what do you are you traveling now do you want to travel then and just really write down the places that you want to go the houses that you want to have the people that you want to impact, the charities that you want to be able to give back and serve to, really just dive really, really deep on this. I think that spend the most time on these two things, the values and your goals. If you spend the most time of those, then you don't really have to even think about a lot. You know what I mean? Once you have those couple things hashed out, you have the roadmap, then you just need to show up then you just need to be consistent in your goals and, and you don't need to be wavering. I, I wonder what I'm going to be doing. Um, if you're committed to those goals then you're kind of just set in stone and you're on track and you just need to pursue that track. But the one thing that I would say kind of step three is, is really just once you have your values figured out, once you have your goals aligned and you actually are on the pursuit of, of maybe a new goal or a new journey or pursuing excellence or greatness, 
in whatever category of life, I think step three that's always going to happen in people's lives there is going to be adversity. Step three, I from my experience, has always been adversity. And, and you're going to run into just challenges in life. You're going to run into stuff that maybe is ex- external, and you're going to run into stuff that's internal as well. Like I said, our natural instinct is to be comfortable. It's to be safe. It's just to play it easy, to, to take it easy. And I think adversity shows up in a lot of ways. And especially if you're going to pursue stuff that has meaning and that has purpose, whatever your beliefs are, my beliefs are that, that, that the enemy is looking and the enemy wants to attack because you're, you're coming up against the enemy's purpose. And, and I think a lot of times, especially if you are pursuing things that have a lot of purpose tied into them, um, that just ruffles a lot of feathers out there. And, and I think everybody or, or anything is going to come after you. So I think you have to be just willing and you have to be prepared to be able to push through that adversity. And I would say that kind of leads to step four in kind of my intro kit to, to starting a journey would be get yourself a good association. Get yourself some coaches, some mentors, some good friends, people that will actually push you to, to be great and to push you outside of your comfort zone. If you ever have friends that just tell you maybe what you want to hear or only tell you things that are happy news that will never tell you just the straight up truth and and actually like it has to be in a from a place of love but uh, but we need more people that that are just able to tell us the truth and and have our best interests in mind long term and and a lot of our coaches and mentors have been able to one i think normalize the struggle like i said you're gonna go through adversity but if your corner is normalizing the struggle saying you know what it's okay to go through this We've known people that have been through this, or personally, we've been through this, we've overcome it, we've got better from it, and this is how you can do that as well, then that's really, really important. If you don't have that, I think when adversity does come, a lot of people in a weird way will say, it's a sign, I'm supposed to stop doing what I'm doing, or it's a sign that maybe I wasn't supposed to try this, or I wasn't supposed to pursue this. Maybe maybe I was right in thinking this this purpose thing or this excellence thing is just for somebody else that maybe it's not for myself like maybe I shouldn't have even in the first place thought it was something that could be relevant to me and I think if you don't have somebody in your corner that kind of slaps you when you start to think like that you can really be um, just yeah you can really be prevented from doing something cool and and I think yeah association is just one of the most important things in life I've read so many books that say who you your five closest friends and the books you read are are really gonna determine where you end up in the next five or ten years and I think what that's kind of saying in another way of who are you hanging out with what is your association and what are your inputs and combining those two different things I truly truly believe that that will determine where you go if you get nothing but bad inputs you're on social media all the time you're watching the news you're you're watching the aliens you're fixated on all this kind of crazy stuff I think if you're just only giving yourself negative you're probably gonna be very negative and and I would say your five closest friends are probably allowing you to be negative if not they're negative themselves so I think just 
even understanding what association is around you, how you can maybe even clean up that association. I hate to say it, but if there's people that are not going in the same direction of life as you, then maybe you just need to be cautious of how much time you're allocating to those people. If there's people, like if you're on the pursuit of something great, it's very difficult to hang around with people that are just not doing anything in life. Or, or if you're very, very particular on like your values and you wanna live within your values, if your closest friends or even family members are not succinct in those values, they can cause you to act in a space that doesn't correlate with your values. And that's a really dangerous spot to be as well. So um, that's one thing that I've noticed even over the last kind of whatever handful of years is your friends are determined by yourself. You need to determine your network. If your network is only based off proximity, I would say that's probably just a problem in general. It shouldn't just be your work buddies. It shouldn't just be who you went to high school with. You need to critically think what is your association and are they allowing you to kind of achieve stuff in life? And if not, then maybe you have to ask yourself um, just more of a, a critical conversation with yourself of is this actually worth it to have and, and have those relationships because uh, it's, it's a tough thing to have to talk about yourself, but I think just setting appropriate boundaries and, and putting things in perspective to say, look, this is where I'm heading. If people are on that journey, then it makes it a lot easier. But I think one of the coolest things that we chatted about today, or even that I kind of spoke on in terms of a bit of a general roadmap to get on a road to success or, or start the journey of excellence, I think the coolest thing about it is everything is in our control. And that's just a beautiful thing to myself, even just values. Like nobody can determine your values for you. And even your goals, nobody can, can, nobody can determine your goals or where you wanna go in life. Even if it's a little bit unorthodox, even if it's a little bit different than everybody else, like I wanna do something else. I know I chatted with a guy the other day and he was kinda a little bit nervous even to kinda share some of his goals. And even he said, he's like, look, like I really wanna start kinda uh, my own food truck. And I was like, you know what, like that's so cool. I think sometimes people are so scared to share their deep down goals or deep down desires of like, this is something that I really wanna do. I think a lot of that is just obviously fear of rejection, fear of people saying it's a dumb idea, fear of people saying you can't do that or maybe you don't have what it takes, but your goals, you, you do have what it takes and, and you do have control over where you're going in life. You might have to build a new skill set. you might have to radically change your association, you might have to tweak a lot of things in life, but you're fully capable of doing that. And I, I think it's just, yeah, so cool. Even your association is, you can determine your association. You can literally, if you realize, look, I, I know a lot of people that just understand, look, my association right now is just completely terrible. I'm partying, I'm doing drugs, I'm drinking all the time. I'm not really doing anything intentional of li in life. And it's so easy. I mean, maybe it's not easy, but it's simple just to say, look, I'm gonna draw a line in the sand. I'm gonna cut out all my association and I'm gonna start fresh. There's even Calgary, there's over a million people. It's really really easy just to go out and have conversations get to know people that maybe have similar values go to networking events go to wherever if you have specific passions in certain areas there's a ton of opportunity to get out and meet people that have those same passions and desires so I would say everything that we talked about today that's one of the cool things it's not 
determined on a skill set. It's not determined on an education. It's not determined how you grew up or where you grew up. It really is just determined of yourself critically thinking a lot of these ideas and understanding that you have the power to determine where you go in life and nobody else does. So if you need to pick up and move, then that's something that, that you're able to do in Canada. And I think that's one of the beautiful things of living in a free country of we're free to, to reach for the stars. We're free to go after it in life. I think the sad thing about it is we're also free to do nothing. I think complacency is a huge problem in our society and even just in general. I think Canada and the United States are similar in this sense where you are kind of free to do nothing. You can kind of half-ass it in a lot of ways and still be uh, above average or or at least average I think is very very easy to attain but I think if you want to be an outlier if you want to kind of seek something that's more extraordinary or or more advanced than where you're at now I think it's you're fully capable of doing that and and that's why we created this podcast in general was really just to showcase there's a bunch of normal people that are doing extraordinary things and this podcast is going to be able to showcase this in a really cool way and, and talk about different categories each week um, on, on kind of a different theme and, and like we kind of chatted about faith is a big one careers is a big one um, adversity and, and stories is another huge one and it's just going to be really cool to one obviously express this is where where I'm coming from I'm going to have the privilege of interviewing my wife and kind of going over a couple things which is going to be cool but also just the people around us and understanding where is their mindset at where are they heading in life and it's going to be a really cool opportunity so like I said thanks for plugging into episode one this is going to be a very cool journey I know lots of people around us have, have kind of been hearing a thing or two of, of what we're up to and starting the podcast and we're super excited to have some people on it obviously but also just to share some of our views and some of our opinions to elevate the people around us as well and really just showcase you don't have to be on another level of brilliance to do something cool in life all you have to do is, is bet on yourself and take the time to actually hash out some of the important things behind the scenes before you kind of enter the scene and that's it for today if you're still with us thank you for listening to a taste of excellence podcast this is your host mitch bradley we look forward to seeing you next week